Welcome to the 10th ep- Wait, no, that's not right. Welcome to another episode of Chimera Diaries. So, it's rained earlier today, but not yesterday. Yesterday was hot, but today it was really cold. Well, in my country anyway, it's considered cold. So, it's rained, but you won't be hearing rain as much because it thankfully stopped to a dr- light drizzle. But you will be hearing other things in the background, probably, most likely. Yeah, most likely. So, today, I'm going to talk about one of my favorite subjects. I'm going to talk about one of my favorite subjects, mythology. Yes, hello, meet me, the mythology buff, nerd, geek, whatever you want to call it. Well, I love mythology, but I'm not all-knowing in the subject. I just read mythology more than what is required in schoolwork, which means more than Iliad or creation myths of the like. I love all types of mythology and lore and have a basic knowledge and understanding of Greek, Roman, Japanese, some Chinese, etc. And of course, the Philippine mythology. This is the reason I love fantasy world-building but let's not get into that as a whole other talk so i just love myths and legends i love learning about creation myths old legends even urban ones all of them interest me like you would never believe the first time i got into mythology was in third third grade of elementary oh i knew mythology existed but I was never really as conscious of it until I watched Disney's, Disney's Hercules. That movie sent me to the depths of mythology. Believe it or not, it was amazing to my child self. I had my mother buy me Edith Hamilton's mythology book. Although I didn't specifically ask that one. I just wanted mythology book. Anything would do. But she got me that one. I also rewatched The Mummy and The Mummy Returns for all the Egyptian mythology references in that. And I loved it even before Hercules. But yeah, okay. Everything was fascinating. My eyes opened up to a new world I was ignorant of. It felt a lot like that anyway. But it only started there. By the time I was in high school, I've read Edith Hamilton multiple times dabbled in other mythology and was itching for more, particularly Philippine mythology. Today I've read many but not as much mythology as I like. There are several basic books in Philippine mythology that are out of reach right now, really out of reach. Anyway. Philippine mythology, unlike Greek, Roman, Norse, or the, or those the like of those, is as diverse as the seven thousand islands we have. There are different versions for different places in the countries, like how in the country, like how Visayas has some of the same deities, but different stories compared to Luzon. It's confusing at the worst of times, at the best, intriguing, intriguing, still right, 
effectiveness. And when you include the foreign influences, it all becomes exciting. Philippine mythology, although Philippine mythology is still so abundant and believed today that Pinoy don't really consider it as myth. My first foray into this was actually my Lola's stories of killer mermaids. I never went back since. Right. So, but we'll talk about it after a short intermission. Anyway, Philippines is the country of many cultures. We're an archipelago that built ourselves on trade with neighboring lands. Chinese, Japanese, India, Malaysia, it works. The Philippines has been influential by many. Influenced. Not influential. Influenced. Influenced. Okay. You're probably hearing the dog right now. Anyway, influenced by many. But first and foremost, we passed our stories through oral tradition. No writing, just memorization, storytelling, and it's up to the listener to remember. So there's not um, a lot of way to actual, accurately record everything, especially since migration was a big thing before. Lots of nomadic tribes and all that. The patterns are south and north and vice versa and with the people following where food and resources are and maybe sometimes meeting with other groups it's no wonder that filipino myths are so different and similar to each other really it's yeah it's a bit of a headache to look at at the same time Hence, the hundred names and descriptions that are so easy to get lost in. It's a daunting task to study, but no less rewarding. I believe, okay. I believe, yeah. Okay, one of the early Filipino belief systems is animism. Spiritual beings concerned with human affairs either in a malicious or benevolent manner. A lot like Japanese Japanese myths, which also used to also assign spirits to everything, from stones to rivers to natural phenomena. One of the reasons Filipino mythology became diverse is also the different ethno-linguistic groups which results in different names and descriptions like i said we have some similarity in japanese shinto japanese shinto but there's also the fact diwata is said to originally came from the sanskrit word devata i don't know the right thing the right pronunciation a hindu term meaning a deity while to us, Diwata are mostly benevolent and beautiful spirits. And you could say there, there are version of fairies? They? Yeah. The, the Bakunawa is said to also 
largely be largely influenced by Hindu Hindu culture along with several creatures like the Marinaga, the Tikbalang, etc. Mm, which brings us to the trade and migration of early Filipinos like the Malay and Negrito and other eastern countries. While eastern countries have influenced us, it is of course mainly the southeastern and ones that really dipped in the country, really influenced it in terms of beliefs in the early days. Particularly with cult tradition like black magic and the like. Things like kulam or agimat is kulam meaning um, cursing, I think is the well nearest translation. And agimat, which basically means amulet. No, no, no. Hmm. You could say it's amulet, but protection amulet, amulet like that. So those things are widespread in the southeast. Islam is another belief system that spread to the Philippines, but unlike Christian Christianity, came through trade and was a large part of pre-colonial culture and beliefs. Animism and animism, ancestor worship, totemism, goals gods and supreme beings along with rituals and supernatural beings were those before colonialism it is then the arrival of spanish colonizers that greatly reduced the filipino mythology it wasn't annihilation per se but they certainly didn't tolerate a belief system that contradicted theirs it happens we all know that Bargains, though, had also been struck, and with the similarity of Filipino polytheistic beliefs with Catholicism, in some ways, the change became natural, in some ways, but still not natural. Ah, you get what I mean, I think. So, when Filipino were inducted to Catholicism, the belief system of animism was forcibly thrown away. Many idols were destroyed, the old Catalonian or priestess were killed or tortured. They were, ev- they were evil, heretic in the, to the friars. The numerous gods in the, of the Philippine mythology was demonized or hidden away. Either that or associated with Catholic faith. At that time, there was a room only for one god. A lot was lost at the time of the original beliefs, especially with the oral tradition of the country back then. No writing. Yep, no writing. But not everything was destroyed. The belief in malevolent spirits, for one, were unable to be squashed by friars, superstitions that to this very day has survived. The friars themselves admitted that it was hard to extinguish when so many groups were unreachable to them. Even the malevolent spirits were actually not considered evil back then. It just so happened that the concept of the devil 
and angels influenced how more populated and Spanish-occupied areas thought of them. I even remember reading a short story once of how Encanto and Maligno came to be. The story detailed of how the Encanto and Maligno were fallen angels and demons that came to live on Earth. They even bought, brought their beliefs of more Western witches that reclassified our version of witches. The Americans themselves brought another reclassification of the Philippine mythological creatures that were more in line to European beliefs and creatures rather than the southeast or eastern ones. These days, studies and interest in Philippine mythology are abundant, but we'll get to that after a very short break. So these days, Philippine mythology is as mixed in with urban legends, and a lot of Western influences are picked up with all the content people can access today in the internet. Folklore and tales folk are of course getting better attention, but not much are as knowledgeable. Not for lack of students, but going back to the fact that there are many ethnic groups in the Philippines. It's very hard to read all of that and record all of that. Like adobo, there's no one variation. The zone gods have a central batala or supreme god unlike the Visayan myths that oftentimes do not. Mindanao are a lot different too, like the example from Bagobo tribe myths that have nine levels of their heaven. There are words like Babaylan and Catalonan that basically occupy the same meaning but are considered different in some parts. Different groups groups affect these words not just due to dialect but also culture. And there are what's this? there are also the fact that the Philippines has similar which is categories within categories sometimes like mangkukulam is different to mambabalang although mambabalang can be classified under mangkukulam but not vice versa should i explain those here maybe in another episode anyway mangkukulam is basically a witch who has the power to curse you mambabalang meanwhile can be considered a mangkukulam, but instead uses insects to curse you. Also, here's another. Aswang itself is a collective term for man-eating beings, while Encanto is a collective term that can be compared to fairies or yokai. Philippine creatures are as diverse as those of other countries. Today, Philippine mythology can is most are mostly seen in the known superstition and urban legend. 
and film or series um film like well what film do i know well, maybe ulan yes i think ulan has ulan has the balang series what series do i know encantadia that's the most well popular series that makes use of the water what filipino movie mm, my favorite movie hmm ilawod yep ilawod which was written by Yvette Tan, another great, another amazing horror writer. There are, and many other movies too, like um, in Shake, Rattle and Ro- Shake, Rattle and Roll, they make use of a lot of mythology. Things like that. Things that are not really uncommon to see these days. Since many media use mythologies in wildly interesting and in, in differing ways. Filipino back then believed in animism and strange supernatural creatures and took steps not to offend them, hence saying tabi tabi po or excuse me to anthills or even large trees. Not disrespecting the dead can be dated back to early belief of ghosts and ancestor worship. When it's raised, when it's raining, the sun shines. While the sun shines, you'd say that the balang is getting married. Bahalana was said to be derived from Bathalana, which basically means we trust God to guide us, but Bathala itself is a pre-colonial word. Agimat, anting-anting, or mystical amulets, like I said, are still used to this day. A lot of urban legends these days also take or borrow from myths, like the ghost of the white lady. Sometimes I think the kapla or tikbalang can be considered urban myths, but they're also basic mythology. The mananangal or aswang. Philippine mythology is practically everywhere, and I really do hope there are more books about it or comics anyway there are a lot of me- movies but they're always not as scary as you think well there are exceptions of course and like I said the Philippine meets are very much intertwined with today's people even there are still healers today you could say still those that um believed are able to battle the makukulam the kulam itself is still believed today it's a belief that it's hard to get out of especially since the philippines itself is a superstitious country well i don't say that i hate it it's a fascinating thing really so really i just wish there are more novels of it stories 
anything at all. Well, it's everywhere and I hope more and more of it is explored. And I hope I can actually buy the books. I hope you guys enjoyed. Bye! Actually, before I forget, if you guys are interested in short stories of the Filipino mythology kind, you should you should search Ivetan or Bujetan or the likes. They have a great many under their under their name, and they are one of my favorites too. And I hope that you won't regret reading them because they really are great and other than that nothing more nothing much more okay this is really the truth so thank you all for enjoying and bye